very good Friday to you, Mzanti. Welcome to Friday's edition of Otherwise on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. My producer is Hazel Makuzeni, and Luanda Mafiane is our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892102010. Email otherwise at safm.co.za. Tweets at otherwise safm or at Shadow Twala. Now on the show today, fair director and co-founder of Guild Design Fair 2015. Trevor McGowan uh, talks to us about uh, Africa's only international design fair, actually, which starts on the 25th of this month, what to expect, and all the exciting things that are happening there. Then there's a call for sponsorship applications to the National Arts Festival in Grahamstown, Temba Mkunu, who's the manager of arts and living cultures at Tewini Municipality, talks to us about the process. And then a dance performance that will be showcased at Gold Reef City on the 21st of this month, which is tomorrow. But Matsi, it returns there, and Vesha Megan is the dance entrepreneur that talks to us about that. Um, currently going on at the moment is Concert Essays, um, uh, a tour really around the country 25 concerts, 23 days uh, 7 bands, 4 provinces 3 countries in fact so it doesn't only come to South Africa, it's in other countries as well and it's it's uh, Concerts SA Music Mobility Fund that is what is coming up on the show but first our lunch bite for today and it's taken from David Bale, David Bailey and Ted Orland's Art and Fear. The difference between art and craft lies not in the tools you hold in your hands, but in the mental set that guides them. For the artisan, craft is an end in itself. For you, the artist, craft is a vehicle for expressing your vision. So, craft is the visible edge of art. Otherwise, on SAFM. Director and co-founder of Guild Design Fair, Trevor McGowan, joins me now on the phone. Hello, Trevor. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. This is very exciting. We're back again for 2015. Absolutely. When we started Guild for World Design Capital, we did it as a once-off event to celebrate the, the, the year in Cape Town. But actually, it was so successful and such an extraordinary experience that it's now become an annual event, which is an amazing legacy for WDC, I think. Now, tell us, when we talk design, what are we talking about? Because it has lots of interpretations. Well, what Southern Guild and the other exhibitors who are coming from around the world to participate in Guild showcase is collectible or limited edition design, design that is breaking new ground, mm -hmm. uh, that is work that you would want to invest in and that changes the face of, uh, of, of the way products are perceived. So it may be very, very expensive, but it may not be. It may just be important design that is changing the category. So there's an opportunity for new designers to enter the market? Absolutely. And I mean, it is, it's functional design. And I was very interested in the quote that you said before, uh, you know, that was saying before about mm -hmm. what is the difference between craft and art. And mm -hmm. I think the thing is that the, the, the um, collectible design is the, 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 the ground between ordinary, everyday, repeatable, mass produced design products and uh, design that borders on art, where it is actually, uh, you know, it's got something different to say. So what can we look forward to this year? Are there collaborations? Uh, what, what, who's featured? 
Well, what was our kind of um, real mission and vision for the fair last year, and uh, if anybody watches the movie, which is on our website, About Guild 2014, we talked then so much about the opportunity of showing the rest of the world what South Africa is capable of. Mm -hmm. We had a very big off-site program for the visiting designers and galleries to go and see our studios and meet our artisans and our designers and artists. And we said one day we hoped that this would, you know, bring fruit and and, uh, and and have a result from from that exposure. And within these 12 months, we have seen a radical take-up of the opportunity to collaborate. So there are four massive programs happening between really global superstars like the Haas Brothers from Los Angeles working with monkey biz beaders mm. that come out for weeks at a time. They've beaded, they've um, sent sketches and drawings back and forth across the Atlantic, almost turning into love letters of appreciation <laughs> of one another's talents. And these amazing Afrique's collection will be premiered at Guild before it shows around the world. Now, the Haas Brothers working with the monkey biz beaders immediately elevates those uh, crafters to the status of proper artists um, on on the worldwide stage. We also have uh, designers from Lebanon, the Masood siblings working with the Miso and with Bronze Age. Mm. We have Frederick Mollenshot from Amsterdam working with Gone Rural in Swaziland. Uh, our own Porky Heffel working with Mobeo in Botswana. And so these, these dialogues that happen across continents or across uh, countries really bring about a different kind of product. There's something that's very imbued with with talents coming from different energies in different spaces. And, and this, for us, is the true success of Guild. And for, for the audience to be able to come and witness our designers uh, producing at this elevated level is, you know, it, it fills you with pride, really. Now, for, for the un-artists, un un, uh, un, uneducated artists, uh, who are the Haas brothers and all those people that you've mentioned? Because some of us don't know them. Of course. So the Haas brothers are twin brothers from Los Angeles, and they have been stratospheric in their career, which is quite short-lived. It's only about four years old, but they've designed for Lady Gaga, for Versace, for the Ace Hotels. They've just had a show in New York that was a complete sellout before the show even opened, and it was the most attended show at the gallery, the R&R Company. They were on the cover of all the magazines and the newspapers, so they really are sort of rock stars at the moment. If anybody wants to look them up, they're, they're working in a completely fresh way. Mm -hmm. uh, Frederick Mollenshot works with Carpenter's Workshop, who are exhibiting at Guild as well, who are mm -hmm. undoubtedly one of the top galleries in the world in Paris and London. Um, so we're not talking about just sort of any old designers. Mm -hmm. We're talking about people who are globally rock stars, really, in, in, in the category. So were they given a brief? Is there, is there a theme that runs through this this work? Or? No, not really. I think, I think the exposure to South Africa, coming to Cape Town, meeting the people, feeling how open everybody was, also how skilled, um, the, you know, the, the way we manufacture, the materials we use, the processes we use, but inherently the, the, the artisan's um, skill and talent is very different from uh, anything they'd experienced before. So it inspired a lot of new ways of working. So all of these designers are working in categories and in and materials that they haven't necessarily worked in before. Uh, and I think that's what is, 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 is very um, important from an economic perspective is mm. that South Africa is actually manufacturing to export mm. um, from an international design perspective. And that, that hasn't really happened before and certainly not at this level. So, Trevin... Um
again, do you talk us through the 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 the, the, the guild as we as we walk around the fair? Uh, do you walk with us, or is, is there somebody who explains what's going on? Well, what we did this year again that is different from last year is that we have story walls. We have big sort of two meter by one meter high. Um, black walls that have the full story of each booth on them. We realized last year that when I did my walkabouts and told everybody about why we'd selected these people to exhibit, it was so much more enlightening. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I will obviously be doing those tours again, and there's a whole variety. The artists themselves are going to be on their booths at scheduled times for you to interact with and talk to and have mm-hmm. a sort of Q&A with. But these story walls will provide a journey through. Every person and every booth that is there is, is, is far more related to South Africa this time. So even though it's the same caliber of International Gallery, we have people like Carpenter's Workshop um, showing Kendall Gears, who's a very famous South African artist who now lives in Brussels. Mm-hmm. His design pieces for the first time in South Africa. Sipo Mabonda from um, Switzerland is half South African, so he's returning home to his roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Masoods have been collaborating with people here. Stephen Burks is a very famous New York designer who takes a lot of inspiration from all around the continent. Design Network Work Africa is the newly formed group from the Danish-funded project that, that we run as well. And there, that's um, 14 designers from eight African countries. Uh, Conrad Burtis, the very famous South African artist, is doing um, a, a, a sculptural uh, exhibition. Mm-hmm. And Southern Guild, obviously, will be showing the best that we have to offer. Uh, London-based gallery, um, London Connoisseur, headed up by Helen Chislett, who's the top design writer in, in, in Europe certainly, has curated a collection that features designers like David Ajay, who's a, an African-born architect, and Thomas Heatherwick, who's busy building the art museum in Cape Town. So each of these things has a real relevance for us as an audience, and we can relate to it in a way that is specific to us. And I think that's the biggest change from this year, is that it will be easier to understand and much more relevant. So um, I, I see also that you've organized the shuttle that uh, will take us around. Absolutely. So we decided, you know, as this interest in this country grows, there are museum. you know, one museum from New York is bringing 33 collectors to Cape Town at this time. That's mm. a massive development for, for us as a, as a, as a country, really. Uh, but yes, the Cape Town Art Fair, the Zeitz Museum and Guild have provided a shuttle that will stop at all three events and at the CTCIC, um, which will be free for everybody to hop on and hop off like you would have at any international mm. design and art week. Mm. That is I think that's what's important is that Cape Town is raising its game to compete with these global fairs. I love it. I love it. It, it just makes life so much easier. And it's, it's great to be with like-minded people and, and chatting amongst ourselves as we go in the buses and then and, and look at uh, what's on offer. Absolutely. And I think we've all learned, you know, last year was a was a great year to, 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 to cut our teeth on, but this year things are really getting established. And, you know, our, our sponsors, ABSA Private Banking, have seen the potential of what we're doing. They're utilizing the space more for, uh, there's, we've got ongoing live performances of people making things. Mm. There are lots of tours happening. I think it's all about the, uh, it's about educating our industry and the local audience and providing the international visitors with what they're used to. So, you mentioned your video of last year, of 2014. Yes. Where do we find that? 
if you go to um, guilddesignfair.com, mm-hmm. there's a five-minute movie that really kind of showcases the fair very well, and it gives you um, a, a, a deep understanding into our methodology and our ethos. Mm-hmm. And it also shows how, as I say, how, how much of the dream has actually come to fruition in just 12 months. Well, congratulations to you and Julian. I think it's a, it's a wonderful job done. And all the information obviously will be there for about, about the guild itself and where, where it's happening. Absolutely, and I would encourage people, if they can, to attend the um, the designer on-site program, which will be on Thursday afternoon and Saturday afternoon, because it's not often that you can walk around an exhibition and have these global superstars actually chatting to you about their work on their stand. And it's a two-hour uh, event where you can go from stand to stand uh, and meet all of these all of these names. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. Can we can we get selfies with them? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, they can't <laughs> come all the way here. And Nifty Fifty is our partner who's printing um, Polaroids for free, so you can upload them and and and, and uh, we have them delivered to the fair, and then you the the, the winners will can collect them each day. No, fantastic! I, I think yeah. that's wonderful. Well done, and thank you very much for talking to us, and good luck with the fair. Thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you there. Okay, we'll do. Take care. Bye bye. That's Trevor McGowan, Fair Director and Co-Founder. It, it sounds absolutely beautiful to see all those collaborations. So do go to the website and find out more information and get a sense of what happened last year and also gives you insights into this unique event that's taking place from the 25th of February, which is next week. And you're invited and encouraged to attend the session on Thursday. And it's at the lookout at the VNA waterfront. And it, it it, it finishes on the 1st of March. The website is guilddesignfair.com, www.guilddesignfair.com. Now, there is a call for sponsorship applications to the National Arts Festival in Grahamstown, and we talk about that after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Okay, we change as when people don't answer their phones, we, we jump on to the next person. So joining me now is Project Administrator at Concerts SA, Ignatia Priego. Ignatia, welcome and thank you for joining us. How are the concerts go- going? Oh, very well. Thank you very much for having this line and, uh, and uh, hello to your audience. Uh, the concerts are doing really well in the latest months uh, through our the support that we are humbly giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, uh, through the Mobility Fund, which is a mechanism that we, uh, Samra Foundation started uh, just, uh, two years ago with the British Council and is now administered by Concerts SA, a project that supports exclusively live music. Uh, with this Mobility Fund, in the latest months, we've been able to support by more than 100 concerts uh, throughout South Africa and throughout the Sadek region mm-hmm. and especially in february uh, it's been really good we've had uh, more than 25 gigs in 22 days uh, by more than seven bands and covering four south african provinces and three other countries so i think that we are quite happy about uh, how musicians are touring in south africa ignacio tell me how do you hand pick your musicians do, do do they have to be members of concerts how does it work yeah well no this initiative although it's ra- uh, it's uh, run by the samra foundation it's not open only to Samra members. It's mm-hmm. open to all South African musicians. Mm-hmm. And basically how we operate this uh, Mobility Fund initiative is through uh, corporate proposals. 
uh, that we launch publicly, and uh, musicians just send us their uh, projects with uh, giving us a schedule of concerts under budget, and a selection panel uh, sele- selects uh, those initiatives. Uh, for, the best ones and the ones that fit more into our objectives and that look better in terms of quality. I can give you an example. For example, in the latest call, there were six, 16 projects supported, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. six uh, regionally and 10 here in South Africa. And, well, uh, speaking especially to your audience, we, had, uh, we are glad to have had uh, four uh, female project leaders. So we've had uh, Luna Page uh, touring uh, different provinces, Josie Fields and Laurie Levine, who was another brilliant songwriters that uh, did um, the incredible amount of uh, concerts. And we are just uh, having these days Tanya and Tully, also uh, around South Africa. And uh, we are just waiting in March to, for the tour of Lindy Wemakolo. So, yeah. you've had a very very busy uh, february and i i know yeah. that i know that we talked to a young girl who's traveling the continent on her own and she was in zanzibar and saw there. she was so homesick she, yes. she you know oh. she, she wanted to come back home after seeing uh yeah she's up yes yes past weekend oh yeah that person was lucky to to be there yes yes because we all wanted to be there really so what What's left on the on on the program? Because I know it started on the seventh uh, of of um, of February, and it'll go on until the twenty seventh. But so, w- what are we looking at? Uh, and, yes. And I don't know how you how do you pick your how do you pick your your venues? Well, uh, in this uh, well, Conscious SA, uh, which is a program funded by uh, the Norwegian Ministry of Foreign Affairs and by and by Samro by Samro itself. Uh, we, in other line of work, we support. We have a venue support program, uh, but through the that, of course, uh, that gets through a selection process uh, in an individual basis. But uh, through the mobility fund, it's the musicians, the ones that are in charge of selecting the venues, preparing their tour, mm-hmm. uh, so we don't uh, get involved in that. Uh, we provide uh, total freedom, uh, and for us it's great because uh, we don't know all the venues in this country. Mm-hmm. So uh, for us it's very, very positive that musicians tell us uh, which are the venues they they look at, and especially afterwards they give us feedback on the ones that work better and, and so. And uh, as you were asking me, uh, in the in the remaining days of February, we as I mentioned, we have Tandian Tuli who is performing this weekend in Durban, and next uh, next weekend here in Joburg at the mm-hmm. Orbit, mm-hmm. we have uh, Steve Dyer who is going to his uh, homeland uh, KZN, and he will be uh, delivering many concerts uh, in Durban and in the coastal area and uh, yeah, that uh, that uh, program was for february but in march we still have some people coming up carlo mombelli will be doing an incredible tour all the in the Sadek region and uh, we we will have dave reynolds and pops mohammed going to uh, to western cape and doing also a lot of activities around Hout bay in wittenberg etc Oh, no, I must go and see that because that's that's my that's my that's my hood. I encourage you to go. <laughs> that's my hood. So, what sort of support do you give? Do you give just financial support? So they send you proposals, and yeah. and then uh, with with budgets and everything, and that's what you pay for. 
Yes, uh, basically what uh, we, we yes we provide uh, financial support, mm-hmm. but uh, le- uh, let me stress that we don't uh, cover one thing, which is a performance fee for artists. As we understand that that is something that uh, should come uh, naturally from the uh, f- from the uh, professional uh, live music environment in terms of the arrangements between the venue owners, the promoters, mm-hmm. and the audience that we think that also should value uh, the uh, music and all the work that is behind that and of course uh, pay for for the for what for seeing and enjoying a show. What we support here at Concert SA basically is uh, are all the costs that are uh, related just for the logistics of touring. I mm-hmm. mean that that of course involves transport mm-hmm. that involves paying uh, per DMs uh, paying accommodation, accommodation etc. Yes, and mm-hmm. if required for the, for the regional ones, if required, we would pay for the visas. But we uh, but we try that uh, the what uh, involve what uh, is related to artist fees that remains uh, between the uh, venue owners, the promoters, and the artists. We don't go into that part of the uh, of the arrangement. Well, I'm I'm glad you're doing this because we also need the, there's a dwindling of audiences in different places because m- musicians don't reach them. You no. Yes, that uh, for, uh, we have it. That for us is uh, quite high in uh, the concert say mandate. We uh, we are quite uh, we are quite aware that here uh, that there is a need to reach audiences, especially in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. So uh, although. Uh, of course, part of our work uh, happens in the cities. We uh, we have uh, sp- uh, specific projects that reach both peri-urban areas in the townships uh, uh, close to cities and in uh, in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. In that sense, not only through the mobility fund, but through our other lines of work of uh, school concerts and of uh, venue support program, we uh, we try to reach rural areas at least in the three provinces we work. In for the moment, which are KZN, Western Cape, and South. Listen, Ignacio, well done. Thank you. Thank you for your time and talking to us. How do people find more information about the Mobility Fund and about Concerts SA? Yes, uh, they can uh, go online at today. They, uh, they can also keep abreast of our activities through Facebook and mm-hmm. Twitter, Concerts mm-hmm. SA. And, of course, we are open uh, for, for calls and emails here at Samro House in Johannesburg. Fantastic. Have a great musical weekend. And you we'll, too. we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you very much for your time and enjoy your weekend too. Thank you, Ignacio. And that is Ignacio Prego, Concerts SA. That's their website. And you can find more information there. I think it's a brilliant investment that they're doing in music and, and, and of course, developing audiences. We all want to see live music at some point. On SAFM. Now, there's a dance performance that will be showcased tomorrow at Go Reef City, and it's called Batamatsi. And Batamatsi returns. It returns because uh, it there was a production, a similar production last year. And uh, we talked to dance entrepreneur Versha Megan, and she's a seasoned dance instructress choreographer, artistic director, and actor. And in fact, her latest role sees her making a debut in the upcoming Afrikaans film Storm, where she plays a doctor. Versha, is it Versha or Versha? Yes, that's correct. How Versha. are you? I'm very well, thank you, Shada. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for talking to us. 
Uh, no, thank you for having me on your lovely show. What? Listen, darling, tell me about, uh, we, I didn't see, but, is it Batamasi? Batamasi, that's correct. I'm so glad you got it right. So many people get it wrong. <laughs> Batamasi. So well done. Okay. <laughs> now, tell us about it. Uh, you, you're doing it for the second time. Is it, is it just a solo performance? No, but the Musti is a whole Bollywood experience. Oh, my word. And, yes. And uh, we've got uh, many, many talented dancers that are doing the show with us um, at Goldie City tomorrow at mm-hmm. the Lyric Theatre. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and uh, this is all choreographed by yourself? Yes, it is. It is. It's produced and directed by myself as well. Uh, Shada, I run a dance academy, and we feed the talent from the academy into mainstream theatre, mm-hmm. and uh, to give them a platform, of course, um, of, of of a professional environment of lights and camera and action kind of feel. But we really try to boost them uh, by feeding them into the mainstream. Is that the Janka School of Dance? No, it's actually the Jazzy Masala Dance Academy. Jazzy Masala. <laughs> nice, yes. nice name. <laughs> nice name. Jazzy <laughs> Masala. You. Because Masala and Jazz kind of do the same thing. You improvise when you mix your masala, eh? Absolutely. <laughs> and it makes it all spicy and hot. Yes. And I can imagine, <laughs> I can imagine how hot your dances are. Now, why Bollywood? T- tell me about, have you had, have you had an opportunity to, to travel and, and dance? Um, well, I've been dancing from the age of eight. I did ballet and modern, and then I got into Indian dancing. Bollywood has really taken, it's taken around the world, not just here in South Africa, mm-hmm, it's taken mm-hmm. around the world. And I've been inspired by Bollywood all my life. So uh, why not Bollywood? Because there's nothing Bollywood in South Africa that takes place on, in theaters like this. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why not? Let us do this. So you're running it for what? For one day only? It's one show only. It's one show only. Why one because, show? Because, Shadow, we've done it. To, uh, we ran two shows last year, September, and because it was so so well received, we got such beautiful compliments on the kind of work we've produced that we thought to show it again. Now, who does the costumes? Because if it's Bollywood, then I expect the whole thing, you know, costumes, look, and, 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 and the works. The jewels, yes. Yes, the jewels now, and, and all of that. Yes, I have someone that stitches our costumes. Obviously, we've got 95 dancers that are on stage. So, can you imagine the number of costumes? Did you say 95? 95. <gasps> and who does so the music, or is it recorded music? It's, it's all pre-recorded music mm-hmm. that we do use, but um, the costumes are done by a guy named Dimitri Zervas, uh, a lady by the name of Ila, mm-hmm. and a guy by the name of Milan. That we've, I just tell them what I want, and they've got to put it together for me. Oh, you lucky girl! Stay on the <laughs> line. Stay on the line for me, please. We take a okay. little break, and we'll come back and talk some more to you. Okay, cool. Thanks. Otherwise, on SAFM. We're talking to Versha Megan, and we're talking about Batamasti, which Batamasti returns, which is showing at the Lyric Theatre tomorrow, and it's tomorrow only. Now, let's talk about the the the, the, the culture of Bollywood because it's it's. I want to understand that it's a specialized dance. There's some moves that are only only Bollywood that no one else, unless you're dancing Bollywood, can do around the world. How much training does it take? Um, 
I would think, from my experience, that if you're trained in a classical art form, then that then you've got your structure. But Bollywood, you just—it's all about making everything fun. That's what Bollywood is. Mm-hmm. It makes everything enjoyable, and the training. Yes, you need you need some training in it. It takes a while, at least five to six years, to become, I would say, a good dancer that way. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a bit of a dance background, then you're going to learn it much quicker. So, how old are your students that you're putting through uh, through the school? Through the academy, we mm. have 95 students, and they range from age of five. My oldest is 49. <laughs> <laughs> and how long has the oldest been dancing for? Also quite well, a while. The oldest was dancing as a, as a child uh, and as a teenager, and then obviously due to having a family and kids, and you know, you kind of put your passion um, on a back seat, mm-hmm. and then they've just because I opened the academy, um, they, it's rekindled their passion for dance, and they've all come back. So I've got a beautiful bunch of, I call them my ladies group because they are ladies, true ladies, mm-hmm. and they just been shining through this whole experience. And you've got bo- both boys and girls as dancers, right? Yes, I have. How, I have. how then do they uh, get through the process? How, how do, do they join the dance? Do you handpick them from the area? or do no, they actually they apply? all come along. They register. They register at the academy. Mm. And we do regular classes. And from the classes, then we work on the showcase. Okay. Now let's talk about your, your, your and, and, and I'm, I'm encouraging people to go to Gold Reef tomorrow to, to, to see that. But I want to talk a bit about your, your latest role in uh, Storm. Yes. Um, is this your debut, right, in, in, in acting? Well, I did a debut in an English movie with um, Leon Schuster, mm-hmm. Mr. Bones 2. But for my, this is my first Afrikaans movie. Uh-huh. And I was really, really excited when they asked me to play a role in an Afrikaans movie. I'm a local girl. I'm mm-hmm. born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I understand Afrikaans. I speak it, but not very well. So this was a real, real challenge for me. And... Um, yeah, it was just so exciting, so different for me. So it was so beautiful. When when have you started filming? Oh no, it's been filmed already. It's going to be shown on Mnet CakeNet mm-hmm. um, in March. Okay. So, yes. CakeNet in March. We'll be watching you. We'll be watching you, and we'll get feedback. We'll give you feedback when we talk to you again. Wonderful. But but listen, Versha. Thank you so much. I know you you're on the road, but thank you for talking to us. And good luck for tomorrow. And um, good luck to your dancers as well. Oh, thank you so much for your well wishes. And we hope that everyone just comes and watches our show. Ooh, it's like going to be a now. pure Bollywood experience for you. I feel like dancing right now. Actually, no, you must come too. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Versha. Thank you so much. So get your tickets. Okay. Get your tickets. It's at Gold Reef City Lyric Theatre tomorrow if you want to experience a, a, fun with uh, Bollywood dancers. And I, I wonder how they do those hands. Cause, and then the neck does something. I should have been on TV today because you must see how I'm trying to do my neck and trying to do my hands. Well, let's not ever give up.